Hello and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast with part two of our episode about money. I'm Michael Forrest. And I am Ivanka Meitch. So let's uh, continue. I have tried to invent this idea of a thank bank or a, a karma bank thing where yeah, like have. it was um, yeah like you kind of start to try and quantify good deeds and your contributions your sort of social contribution um, I I still think maybe if you came at it the right way it might work but I mean it's a long shot it's certainly not as kind of cement as um, you know as, as tangible as money is as a scorekeeping system but look at our, look at our uh, the the news recently and uh, President Donald Trump's uh, tax new tax regime that has given him an opportunity to tell his wealthy compatriots that uh, they have all become a lot richer. It's like so. Why? How much? Rich- I mean, having said that, I once got refused a pay rise. So I'd agreed a pay rise in two parts. Yes, we'll give you that pay rise, you're right, but we're going to give you three grand now and we'll give you three grand in two months. Two months rolled up and they went, yeah, we've decided you earn enough. (laughs) And I was like, you what? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean I earn enough? Uh, On what made it? What? So needless to say, I resigned. Um, And they... Because uh, I don't know by what measure, because uh, I was asking for pay rise because I'd heard men in my position were earning more, blah blah. But mm. but we're talking here the difference between let's say thirty three thousand pounds and thirty six thousand pounds a year, not the difference between two hundred million and three hundred million, which both of which are. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine how much difference having 300 million versus 200 million. Well, the trouble is, uh, in, would have. in real terms, that's sort of yeah. unimaginable difference. But in psychological terms, yeah. it's kind of lame. It's like, yeah, oh, that's it's just true. two, and now I've got three. I want 10. <laughs> about 100. It's just, it's, yeah, it's messed up, isn't it, yeah. that they're on the same yeah. scale? <laughs> it's like, so, so, you know, far be it from me to say that these people earn enough. Uh, but I'd, I'd, I'd hazard that they do earn enough and that <laughs> the more that they're making isn't actually going to make them any happier. It's not going to make them any healthier. It's not going to make them live any longer. They're not going to buy be able to buy a great deal more stuff, but they are going to feel bigger. Mm. I, I want to object to the word earn as well. Um, you want to object to the word earn? I hate because oh, okay. I feel like there's sort of money people. I, I sort of feel like as you get more into those echelons, it's like it feels less and less like they're really earning anything. It just feels like this sort of like, uh, what are you actually doing for this? Like, <laughs> I actually work for my money. Like, every every kind of, every 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 bit of money I, I earn, I can trace back to some effort Whereas you're sort of like multiplying these kind of abstract ideas of money a lot of the time and just using money to make more money. And you're not earning that anymore. You're just like, I don't know, just moving things around and profiting because of the way the 
the the sort of system works. Uh, so I would I'm going to defend them now because I think that's why the the billions is so important is because not everybody has got the not all of us can do that can become but you know get to the point where you've got enough money some people inherit and there's this you've already mentioned this in a previous chat we had about you know sort of Zuckerberg accepting being very open about the fact that if he didn't come have a financial stable backing that he wouldn't have been able to do Facebook um so but I don't I don't want to I don't want to downplay. I agree that they're not necessarily can't point to the line of code or they can't, uh, but they have earned it in some way. And I think that's why they're so defensive of it. Mm-hmm. They've earned it by being clever, by connecting dots, by, you know, and I do not put somebody like Donald Trump in that, um, that, uh, category because as I understand it and, I'm happy to be corrected. He was given a few hundred million by his father that he's neither, in, you know, he's managed to hold on to somehow or lost a couple of times and got some more or something. Fuck knows. They don't really care. So there are, but there are some people who've worked and earned it. I don't know. I'm trying not to be rude. I've got this problem of being offensive to people because I can, I don't, I just think, they're just people lash out then <laughs> if you, can, <laughs> you call them you know if you just sort of use the term rich wankers in a blanket way just go listen you're just all rich you should just you know so what 90 percent tax it's not enough <laughs> and it's like, and it's, we... it's not fair really is it like someone and you know i'm, I'm obviously it's, it's hard not to have a chip on your shoulder about um you know i'm saying about myself about like oh rich people and it's but it's not you know you gotta like and when I, I don't like when I find myself in the room with someone who I'm conscious is wealthy, that I have, it's almost like I start to get a bit of like Tourette's or something and just start like <laughs> flipping, just feeling like I'm saying the wrong thing about, because they're, because I just feel like their understanding of money is so, and I, you just sort of have this thing in the back of your mind, you could just fix this so easily (laughs) and it's it's just it's it's not nice and it must be sort of like a bit horrible to be on the other side of that and and this is this is one of the this is one of the sad things about this like fabulous wealth is that it it does sort of like detach you so much it makes you kind of an alien to um to most people because you you can't have like a conversation like so many of our conversations sort of are in line with our kind of like level of wealth that you know i suddenly if someone starts talking about their even though it's you know their regular their skiing trip this weekend which to me might be like a once you know every 10 years i might get get, do something like that or every five years and this guy is like you know it's someone that just kind of does it every other weekend because they just got a friend and they got a chalet and this and you're sort of like i it's really hard to kind of like connect with someone like that because you know it's like you just can't really get past the fact that you just feel a bit like well I can't even do that so you know but you know like this I we we have this idea that oh if you're that wealthy then you can't ever have any problems and of course that's not the case it's like money doesn't isn't some sort of magical cure-all for everything you still have to do weird stuff you still have to carry marble up the stairs somehow or you have to get the runway longer you know all this kind of stuff on your island 
<laughs> but it just means you're like an eight. It's how do you, it just really limits the number of people you're able to communicate with, which to me is sort of like a turnoff of becoming fabulously wealthy and as, as I've sort of seen <laughs> okay. it a bit more. I like this new expression that's evolved through this conversation of being fabulously wealthy. <laughs> I was just thinking what you were saying about being in the presence of people who are fabulously wealthy and somehow feeling like, you know, like, I don't know, somehow you've got a voice in the back of your head or you're trying not to say, can't you just... Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm having I, this I huge problem. Can't you just you, give me, you like, could just, a couple of grand to you fucking could just sort it out? fart and I'd be fine. Like, for God's sake... <laughs> I don't know. It's very money. It's just a fucking pain in the It's ass. very divisive. Yeah, is this weird? Very, this, very divisive. The unpleasant thing is, it's not really solving any problems, but it's really like dividing people up um, in a really kind of unconstructive way, but in a, also a very real way. It's like, well, I don't like having to pay for. You know, I've I've got being a musician. A lot of my friends are. You know, I've got friends of various like incomes from like almost on the street to you know yeah you know doing well and it's like i i i sort of yeah like day to day i like i don't mind kind of in quotes kind of lending someone a tenner like every so often uh that i know i'm not going to get back to kind of help them out but you it's sort of tiring when you sort of feel like you are carrying someone isn't it like but that's that's not cool but it's also like but what what do you do like you can't just um not be friends with them oh well no you know so i want to be friends with someone but like then they're kind of aware that i could probably solve all their problems solve their problems (laughs) and and it's like that's yeah it is a bit yeah it's just a um i guess that proves that if you do have a connection on something other than that that like yeah if it is that you you both can talk about the same music for hours on end and you know like enjoy that kind of thing that it that can kind of short circuit that and you can have friends like that i like to think that i can talk to anybody which is i think one of the reasons that i don't feel uncomfortable around very rich people i have mm-hmm. you know some of my <laughs> some of my good friends are very very rich uh equally some people that i am friends with are of the very much the opposite um and i am in a fortunate position i do you know i have a thing where if i want to see you know if i want to go out to dinner with some friends and i've always been a bit like this and i know they can't afford it but i know they'd enjoy it i want no you know and i don't know if they take how they take it 
Mm. But I, you know, I'm like, yeah. I'll, if you like pay for it, no, yeah. I just go. Come on, I'll pay. You wouldn't. Oh, but I couldn't afford to go. But so what? I can afford for both of us. Let's not worry about it. Let's go and have a nice dinner. Or yeah. like, but you kind of feel like you. There's a certain number of times you can do that before it's just like you. You, you sort of feel like I still. I still find it hard not to feel like someone's counting like i'm counting or the other person's counting the number of times that's happened and that that, that like reciprocity is a very sort of and yeah. fairness is a very sort of like deeply baked in thing isn't it in, yeah. in our in our psychological a... makeup but how would you how would you do you have any advice for someone that would like to be better at uh, hanging out with people in a higher wealth bracket than themselves <laughs> Advice for AKA people. How to make rich friends with Ivanka. <laughs> I don't have loads of rich friends. I think it's more to do with the fact of of how I was brought up because I have no respect for authority, well, little or no respect for authority, and I think uh, that helps. Uh, still thanks to my father's upbringing. I think being of two cultures helps because you don't actually belong in either that's the interesting thing about being a bicultural bilingual child um and so therefore you're pro you know sort of from a very early age you don't actually fit anywhere (laughs) so therefore you know feeling feeling you're always uh, slightly uncomfortable so therefore feeling uncomfortable is not uncomfortable anymore because it's just what's normal and so interesting you know, I think it's much more to do with that. Like, I just don't... I, I think I don't know necessarily what it feels like to be around... Because uh, I'm so unique. I don't mean it like that. Um, but I think it is to do with that whole being a bit funny, wherever you are, a bit weird. Weird. Right. So, therefore... So just, you know... You know, everywhere... No, you like. Interesting. I, I, I've spoken to a few kids, uh, you know, grown-ups, kids, people like people like me who are half and half something, and I bet you know they'll all chuckle about the same sort of things. Both cultures annoy you in some way because neither neither of them quite suit you because when you're in one, the other one, you miss something from the other one. Um, but I think as as I've grown older, I've got better at laughing on both sides um, rather than, and I don't necessarily think one's better than the other. But I think that's the that's why I am not uncomfortable around people, regardless of whether mm. they're, you know, if it's about money, religion, colour, class, whatever things, profession, is more to do with the fact that I'm just used to not fitting in. <laughs> okay. No, that's good. No, that's, 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 that's a very useful, useful information to know, really, because like, I... I I'm sort of like looking at the experiences through through that lens and going, okay, okay. So stop trying to feel think that comfort is a goal in these things and just like I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Be who you are. Just be yourself. Be yourself. So is that man. your advice? Is that what you're saying? Just be yourself. Well, yeah. What's wrong with you? Nothing. What's wrong with anybody? Nothing. You know, just yeah. don't be an asshole. Whatever you do, just don't just be an asshole. Just be an asshole. <laughs> just do your best. I don't know if I can manage that. <laughs> well, try. Um.
somebody's being an asshole to you, then I, uh, I, there was this Tesco when I was living in Shoreditch, and there's a Tesco's down on Commercial Street, and I'd go there, and like one year I was like, I'm gonna, okay, there's this guy that sits outside, that's always um, like asking for change, um, it's just to show that this goes both ways, um. And I thought, right, okay, I'm, I'm going to just like every day my change that I have, I'm going to give to this guy, whatever I've got. So, uh, so I thought I'll start today. And so I had like, I sort of gave him like a handful. Of, it was like there was some coppers and some ten peas in there. So it was very little. But I, you know, I'd been with my friend who's sort of like borderline on the streets and seen him like buy a sandwich for like fifteen p or something in a, in a thing. So I, I, you know, it wasn't like completely insane. But I thought, well, it'll be sustained and and this will work. And I sort of walked along and this guy ran after me and went, oi, and like gave it back to me and kind of went, fuck you. (laughs) 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 And I was like really flustered. I was like, what? I'm just, and then, and I, and I, I didn't think to sort of say, yeah, but I want to, you know, to explain my logic because I was just so like, what the hell? Um, And then like, you know, I was just like, God, he's, I mean, one of the reasons he's on the streets is because he's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um you know for maybe for whatever like you know whatever reasons i don't want to try and get but like i encountered him every so often this guy like one day i was like you know i literally like giving me a hard time for some other reason i was at a cash point and like i ended up like giving him two quid and going is that enough and he's like, mm-hmm. like i'm like what the, f- what the fuck <laughs> and then just like always just wanting to glare at him when I walked past him. So I don't know. Like, uh, so you don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, just don't be an arsehole. Yeah, yeah but that's just you might, being, that's just equality, Michael. Everybody can be an yeah. arsehole, rich or poor. It's a very, this. you know, humans come in all sorts of shapes and sizes, but they can all be arseholes, they can all be nice. Exactly. Yeah, so it's nothing to do with it. You can't apply a universal you know, character, you can't apply. You can't apply a character trait universally to a group of people, be it whatever, religion, money, yeah, blah, like the, blah, the, blah, blah. Yeah. Any way of categorising yeah. people is always just, yeah, silly. So yeah. sort of like financial-oriented, financial prejudice is just as bad as any other kind of prejudice. Yeah. So... This is something that we can try and remember, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, rich people are assholes. <laughs> um, is just as is racist. It is, it is racist. <laughs> what do you think of what do you think of this um, this idea of the self-made? Sort of entrepreneur, self-made person, and I'll, I'll 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 kind of preempt you by kind of saying it's sort of important to me that I feel like I've 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 got a lot, and I feel like it's all like I've I've got it all myself. Like I don't feel like I've ever really been given any of the things that I've I've got in life at this point. I, I sort of take some pride in the fact that I've never. But it's it's sort of lame as well to kind of feel like you have to start from scratch. But what do you? I don't know. So I have this two two things. <laughs> One, <laughs> this thing that my dad got into my head that I needed to be able to look after myself makes it very difficult for me to let other people look after me financially. I don't like it. I like to 
be earning my own money. And even though I have zero, zero hesitation with sharing money that I earn, and mm. even with Nick, you know, going, well, no, 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 you be, you're, you're the one that's got this sort of idea. You go for it. I'll cover the bills. La la la. No, I don't feel that zero hesitation. Other way round, I don't, I'm not. I just feel it makes me quite uncomfortable. Mm. And so I, I, I think I do understand. For me, it doesn't. It's not about pride in terms of. I, I don't know what word that you were thinking of that describes the feeling you're talking about, which is that, you know, this having to earn it yourself. I don't really know mm. what what the underpinning of that is. In my world, in, for me personally, it's about independence for sure yeah. or lack of dependence, which aren't necessarily the same things. Um, mm. But also when it came, there was a period in my life where I did have this just a bit of debt you know, literally a few thousand pounds of credit card debt that I just didn't clear. But I kept it as some sort of weird excuse. No, no, I can't move in with you because I kind of, I've got this debt that I need to clear before I can, I honestly, I used it as like a, this, here's my baggage. <laughs> it's mm. here. It's in the shape of a credit card debt. That means that I can't possibly commit to any life with anybody else because I need to sort this problem out. It's a bit weird. I mean, money does... You know, money represents lots and lots of different things. And I think it gets entangled, you know, dip, independence, dependence, pride, all these things. They just get, you know, in my... So, I, you know, I, I think this... I'd, I'd uh, wager that other things were at play, but the money represented yeah. it. It's weird how it's like, again, like money is this quantifiable thing. Yeah. So you kind of like end up using that as the reference point that uh, here's the proof well, of something. Th think about that woman that we, we watched talk at, um, at a meaning conference, Kate Raworth. I don't know how to pronounce her surname, but the donor economics lady. And mm. she talked about the fact that... Uh, um, uh, they basically you can no longer be sort of impact neutral you have to be impact positive in order for us to save the planet I think that's a very brief summary of what she was saying and so you know a company simply aiming to be neutral isn't enough anymore you've got to be trying to do something good however uh, so and whatever and, and one I was talking pre in a previous uh, chat about um the fact that when you're working the public sector or in politics or things, this sort of because there's no profit to measure, it's you have to try and find measurable, countable things that help you explain mm. if something is working or not. And money, unfortunately, is the easiest thing for us to reach for. You know, yeah. am I recovered from the, you know, the death of my mother enough? or whatever it might be that makes you go, right, well, no, I've got 23 that says I haven't, or, you know, <laughs> 79 says yes. <laughs> it's like, they're just numbers. But work is not the same as money. No, 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 work is, and I think we talked about this a bit last week, Sorry. but yeah, um, 
the, work that kind of meaning sense of giving sense of purpose can come from work which yeah is is different to money which is why when it's not working throwing more money at it is really you know it's really yeah, a good yeah, idea yeah. to <laughs> accept oh well let's take more money that'll fix that yeah. this isn't working for me I, I don't think that that's why that doesn't really you just work. end up spending more money on the therapy you need to be going to out of work <laughs> <laughs> in order to stay sane that's my Impromptu experience holidays <laughs> it's like, it's like oh my god i've got to go and get got to go and see 55 therapists and go on a massive mm. holiday just it's to pay economy, to, to stay sane enough to go yeah. to work and not cry all the way in and all the way home awful i think we've all had some <laughs> shitty jobs so what what actually is money? I think one of the strongest forces in humanity, and like if you have, you know, if you're an anthropic principle type person like me, the universe is trust between two people, um, and money is our sort of like quantified sort of stand-in for that. That in a larger and larger society where trust can't be necessarily used as freely you um you you kind of invest it in these tokens um instead and say okay well we'll we'll, we'll put it down in this kind of arbitrated intermediary form and then we exchange and we do things for each other we give things to each other which maybe in a barter society would have been a lot looser um and i think if it if it still just was that it would be a lot more healthy but um being being strangely sort of counting machine animals that we are it's it's become distorted but the other the other thing is the other the thing that makes that worse is a shared belief that it is something because it isn't actually something at all it's only the idea that we both believe that there is value in this number that we've agreed is worth this much that makes it all work and it's this kind of this global shared illusion we have that that we believe um that means that um you know that everything kind of runs but it's basically that there's nothing real there at all and then and then that gets distorted further when you sort of think about the stock exchange and how kind of perceived value starts to really kind of put cause these positive feedback loops into the what people say they're putting into something and that kind of blows out of all proportion because you've got the belief in a thing and that becomes not anchored to say gold or anything anymore and now this can just get completely completely out of control when people believe that this dot com startup is worth x amount of you know billion dollars um but yeah it's it's a sort of shared dream that we're all in and imagine if it was possible to break that dream and you know start a new one is there isn't any reason we couldn't you know if enough people kind of agglomerated towards a new idea could we just sort of like leave them to it <laughs> these are all big they, these don't really invite discussion they invite contemplation Make you know yeah, the bit. No, no, it's right. You don't be sorry. Why I left it to but the end instead it's like, of starting. It's like with maybe, it. <laughs> maybe we don't need to talk about them until at all. We're just and, and we leave you with Michael's. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think uh, uh, 
It is all made up, and that's why it's grotesque. <laughs> it's a lot of it. Mm. It's like, you know, what was it? Instagram was worth X, it was billions, wasn't it? Yeah. So the fuck is it? it? It's How? Ridiculous. Yeah. And what? What are you? What? <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know. And I know. I love the way you said dot com startup because that was the previous bubble cycle. Yeah, no, I know. I used you know, the word startup. It was like an oxymoron, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> like, they weren't we, startups then. They were just companies. They were just companies. But we got like, uh, you know, we've done. We've seen that bubble. We've been through it. Um, we. It's just like. Uh, it's just all fucking made up. And that's why... It, I mean, look at... So the house we live in in Brighton is an end-of-terrace house. I may have had this ranting at some point, and maybe on, 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 on whilst recorded, I can't remember. But, you know, Nick bought it for some, like, £200,000, and it's now worth half a million. It's a fucking two... Well, it's, we've put a loft conversion on it. But it's an end-of-terrace cottage you know terraced house that's damp and leaky <laughs> like this <laughs> it's just a shitty thing that was chucked up for railway workers no it's brilliant yeah. i love it i wouldn't move for all the all the world but to actually fork out half a million pounds for it would just be <laughs> ridiculous you know the, and how anybody now buying could you know could contemplate it's just not uh, obviously it is worth that because the houses like that in the area sell for that but i don't think it's worth that do you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean well yeah value it's like is that different. it's yeah. like fuck just because people will pay that or have been cajoled into paying for it by fucking estate agents <laughs> who are frankly you know answerable for an awful lot of evil currently in the world they uh it's just absolutely ridiculous that 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 could be worth that amount of money it's like you know and even now thank god i'm not buying in england it's like all these things where they do these open days and they get cram a load of people into a house all next to each other and go they all have to make secret offers on a house when i bought my first house i went and had a look at it and then a couple of days later i took my mum and we had a look at it and then i made an offer and then they rejected mm. it and then i made another offer and it was all very slow and i went yeah but it's a bit shitty isn't it and they went yeah i suppose so and they let there you know it's like it was a slow gentle and we got the builder mm. around to have a look and now it's like crammed 15 people into a house at the same time and go right all these people are your competition what are you gonna offer <laughs> it's like a fucking i mean you've got to admire their sales technique but it's not really yeah. helping the world in any way is more things that divide I think that's where it's all fucked up so there's just things like you know uh, us versus them those people that have got less money those people that have got more them those others and I think that's what upsets me is that you know like going back to dreams that I ever have or things big dreams of things I would do if I had much more money are things like start a bloody 
I know it sounds trivial, perhaps I don't even care, like have a pomegranate cooperative in Bosnia and Herzegovina, start putting some business into people's, into people's lives that is shared, where they can earn a living and they get paid regularly, which seems to be a, mm. a problem around the world, you know, get rid of things like zero hour contracts, make sure that people, you yeah. know, just like, make everything all the basic stuff better for more people actually to me i can't really um and i'm starting with all the news at the moment i'm starting to feel like i'm somehow stupid or naive for thinking this way but so aside from the billionaire south african that we used to work for i also have a a, a, an ex-boyfriend who's south african i went to visit his family and, you know, they're living in a house. They were living in a house where there was a gate between the downstairs and the upstairs so that when they went to sleep at night, they could lock the gate in case their house got broken into and raided. It's like, mm. that. I do not want to live like that. I want it so that nobody has to be going to thieving, you know, breaking into my house because I'm better off or so much, so grossly better off that it seems to me obvious that the best way to get money is to smash them over the head. I mean, I don't want that. Maybe it could be like a logarithmic thing. (laughs) 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 Try and get it back under control. So you've still got more, but it's like, you know, we'll we'll come up with a new numbering system so it still looks like you've got way more. But actually, it's it's cool. Like, it's a bit more fair. What we're going to so do... everyone wins. Is we're going to have a system where when particular people get Googled, they get a really special icon by their name. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like some sort of blue tick on steroids. <laughs> it's like... And in order to do that, you have to have made a billion points at some point. And then we give you that. And then you can give the, you know, 800 million of your billion points back into society but you keep your special shield of valor or whatever the fuck you want to call it (laughs) that makes you feel amazing um and then i think what what i need here is insert good role play you know D &D reference (laughs) so you get a you know some special sword or some bullshit um and then you get to feel brilliant and uh the Mm. rest of us get to pay for you know having universal healthcare it's a really sort of shitty game at the moment, isn't it? With like it's just points, is. and there's so much, so many more things you can do with gamification. And we just need to gamify society to incentivize people to. Because uh, because you know, the other thing is badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but the thing is, we can't. What you were saying like the very first time we 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 did our podcast, and you were talking about the sort of like unimaginable and unattainable levels of wealth that this sort of like 0.1% of society has or whatever however little it is mm. and you know that and it's just like we can't all get there we can't mm. get near there so there's like there's actually not a great deal of point playing the game but if we all went off grid that's fucked up as well. That's some weird libertarian society <laughs> where nobody gives a fuck and there are no rules. Don't want that either.
there is this idea that if someone was paying, like if only people were paying, if only some, there was a label or if there was a benefactor, sort of some patron sort of investing in what I was doing, that everything would be better. The trade-off of that is um, money wants a say. Like, so money wants influence. So if you're getting paid by, if someone's giving you some money, they sort of want a say in what you're doing as well. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah, this yeah. is the trade-off. So the, the nice thing about being independent yeah. is that you don't have to answer to anyone's, anyone's, um, anyone else's ideas, um, which I think is largely good. It's also a bit of a, a bit of a kind of, problem at a certain point when you're doing stuff that sort of seems like nobody wants because it's so much your vision but yeah this idea of influence money having influence is um you know it's it's a huge issue but that's going back to what i was saying about the labor party being nervous about billion you know millionaire socialists it's like that is there is this sort of assumption that every idea is a negative idea but you know there's this assumption that if you you know if money wants and money has influence and money can dictate and money can influence your ideas that all of that input is going to be negative and it isn't Mm. and not everyone is an asshole and this is something I'm finding like you know I want someone you know I finally got someone asking me like going back to the artistic thing like oh can you do some stuff like this I'm like yeah help me find and they're sort of a bit apologetic about it and I'm like no like I'm looking to provide some value for people so I'm just looking for something to grab onto so it might as well be the thing that the money is attached to um, because that obviously does mean something. So yeah, but yeah, again, like yeah, not everyone's an asshole. And, and like, in some in do... some ways, you know, going about the positive <laughs> points, you know, the point scoring elements of money. Money is a vote that says I like that thing that you're doing. Like for your yeah. music, you know, your the more money and some of that, a lot of it is obviously getting in front of enough people that enough people hear it that enough people want to do want to pay and expect to pay. But it is a vote, and uh, hmm. so it does have this positive count. You need we all need those votes, either be it for our work or whatever, just so that we can pay our bills. We can vote for bread, <laughs> <laughs> roofs, <laughs> but they um. There is a there, there there is this thing of that uh, collaboration and critique and new ideas and different ideas are are incredibly useful and actually in my when I am thinking that the world's a bit fucked I do remind myself that not everybody is an asshole and I you know therefore there is hope um, mm. and so. I have to keep coming back to that every so often and go, no, yeah. it's okay, Vanka. So, yes, I think you're, you're you know, having a, pa- a wealthy patron who gets to talk to you, even if they don't get to dictate to you. There's a difference between mm. dictating and contributing, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, 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 and exactly. I think, that- you know, even if you think about um, uh, the painter we both know, he was always, yeah. He's always very happy for people to sit in front of a painting and go, really? <laughs> you know, what about <laughs> this? <laughs> uh, as long as it's in progress rather than done. And I have known him to take a painting off the wall, you know, that's supposedly done and change it if there's the right kind of discussion. But I think mm. anybody, if you're confident 
in yourself, then having your ideas questioned shouldn't be a negative thing. So may I go back to my previous mm. conclusion, which is be yourself and don't yeah. be an arsehole. <laughs> yeah, and also like money isn't that you know there's arseholes everywhere. Yeah. Well, in all no, <laughs> being rich doesn't make you an arsehole. No. Any more than being a different colour doesn't make you an arsehole. So I think this, but this, I mean, that's that's quite a good conclusion for me I to kind of remember um, for today. <sighs> New Year's resolutions, I'm not 2018, really. as people are hearing this, will be 2018. I think being, as much as I've said to you, be yourself, don't be an arsehole, I think being more myself and being happy being myself, I think is a, <laughs> is a worthwhile resolution to have. I had been thinking mm. about that over the last couple of months. I, uh, I've been thinking a bit more about what it means to be me and who I am and those kind of things, what I like to do. So I think that's that's my uh, my background homework for the next year. Yeah. Okay. And um, mine, I think. Well, mine is get out of debt. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I like you know, as I've mentioned, yeah, I've had a pretty. I, I kind of like pushed it a little bit this year just because it's. I'm, I, coming up to a, a milestone age um and so i just wanted to try everything i could but i want to reach that milestone age not you know with any sort of like baggage um and uh yeah let's just make make this podcast work and um yeah you know spend my day a week well in the studio and just keep stay stay creative but also try and you know embrace this job yeah, I think I, I'm sort of going to take my foot off the pedal. Well, I'm going to kind of, I feel like I've built up a huge head of steam and momentum and I'm going to let myself kind of relax a little bit and go on more holidays and just um, not try and like push myself every hour of the day so much. Sorry, people <laughs> that like me doing that. The four people that do like me doing that. <laughs> I am uh, committed to our podcast experiment. See how, so we can keep doing that. I like it. If you like the podcast, you can. Uh, you can find me at Ivanka on Twitter and Ivanka.blog. And you can find me at Michael Forrest on Twitter and MichaelForrestMusic.com. You can find us both at GrandPodcast.com and email us at hello at GrandPodcast.com. So, yeah, um, thanks for listening, everyone, and Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy 2018. Happy 2018. Yeah. Don't be an arsehole. <laughs> Don't be an arsehole. And we promise to try not to be assholes either. Yeah. Don't. Bye. 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 Bye.